Welcome to episode 281 of the AFK Podcast for the week of November 8th, 2020. I'm your host, James Flynn, and this is the PC Gaming Podcast from Gamers Like You. Joining me this week are my co-hosts, Kerlin. What's going on? Logan. I am not a smart man. And Whitney. Hello. Welcome back, guys. Uh, this week, uh, as far as my playlist goes, um, I played a lot of Witcher 3. Uh, I celebrated my 43rd birthday um, this week. Happy birthday! Thank you. Happy birthday! Hey! Um, but I didn't get much gaming in simply because I'm waiting for Assassin's Creed Valhalla to come out and I didn't want to start something new. Um, I did get myself... Oh, thanks, Jerry. Jerry Gamer's in the chat room. Says happy birthday. Um, I did get myself a Bluetooth soundbar from my main rig and I, what I did was I mounted it up underneath the desk and attached it to the wall just to kind of clear off desktop space on my in my study because I hate the speakers and all the wires that go with it. And the thing sounds great. It sounds phenomenal. A lot better than the little cheap Logitech speakers I had in there. A lot more bass, a lot more yeah. range. Uh, it's some off-brand I got on Amazon for 50 bucks, but it sounds a thousand times better than the, the cheap Logitech um, speakers that I had in there. So I'm happy with it. It was easy to set up, has a remote, it's out of sight now, so the desk has a cleaner look. Um, I ended up returning my 5700 XT uh, because I'm buying Big Navi as soon as it comes out, and um, my uh, Vega 64s are still um, playing games at pretty high frame rates, or high enough frame rates, so I'm trying to save a little money. So I sold the 5700X, didn't sell it, I returned it, got a full refund, I paid 400 bucks for it. So that money's going towards my 6800 XT as soon as it comes out. Yeah, I hope I can get one too, Jerry. That is the hope. I'm, I don't know what time they plan on releasing those, but I was going to try staying up till midnight on the day before and just be sitting on Radeon's site when they become available. Just keep refreshing the page. Well, the word is is that, uh, um, of course, they're going to go live on the 18th, and, and that'll be the, uh, oh, the 18th. Cards. Okay. Yeah. And then all the partner cars will, will flood the market uh, a week or two after. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, don't, I don't mind buying a reference card. I was going to buy directly from AMD anyway. Yeah, same. If I can get one anyway. Yeah, same. Um, so, yeah, that's, that's been it for me. For me. Um, Kerlin, how's your week been? What was on your playlist? Um, nothing but the benchmark game. <laughs> So, um, it, it, like I said before, I, I'd been um, doing a lot of video capture. As a matter of fact, I'm on the tail end of it now um, because I was anticipating picking up a 5900X when they got released on um, last Thursday. Well, the uh, story is, is that uh, at the micro center that I went to here in the A, there were people camped out at 2 a.m. the night before and they got they got all of those so uh, I, I put up like 30 minutes before the store opened there were at least 60 people in front of me so they had like vouchers so i was able to grab one for 5800x or uh, um 5600x so I, I went with the eight core sweet and, did, did um, you install it yeah yeah i, I finally put it in yesterday because i wanted to finish up all of those runs on the 3900x and uh and see where i landed and uh, 
the numbers are interesting. There are some pretty some performance uh, uplifts where I'm not GPU limited, but by and large, at the resolution that I test at, which is 1440p, I'm severely G GPU limited, to because because the 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 numbers come out practically the same. Mm. But but when it does, oh my God, it's huge. Like uh, for example, uh, oh uh, Counter Strike, no no Half Half Life. To Lost Coast, that little demo with the benchmark built into it, it gained a, like 115 FPS from 3900s to, to 5800. Wow! Yeah, that's some huge improvements in IPC. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, cool. Um, did you put a link in there for your benchmarks? I know you posted something in the Discord. Um, yeah, I got bored yesterday and, and did a quick live stream. I, I put the, uh, the the link to my spreadsheet in there, but I'll copy paste it in the show notes too. Okay, cool. Logan, what about you? What was on your playlist? <clears throat> well, did I tell you guys last week that I uh, I accidentally ripped like half my thumbnail off? No. Yeah. Ouch. Were you doing so, roofing? Um, I was I was washing dishes. It was like a, a little plastic popcorn, and it slipped. Oh. And so I just tried to catch it with my thumb, and then it caught the lip of my fingernail, and it yanked, and it yanked like half the nail off, but only half. So I spent the entire last week banging my nail consistently over and over and over again. So when I play games now, anytime I hit my thumb on anything, like I can feel shockwaves through my whole thumb, and it is it is not a pleasant experience. I can tell you that. It's kind of funny how even I have become pretty soft. Um, I used to do auto glass and construction work, you know. And I, if I cut myself, I would put duct tape on it and finish the job, and then, you know, deal with it later. Um, yeah. I would super glue cuts um, just so I didn't have, wouldn't bleed on the customer's car, you know, stuff like that. And nowadays, totally. nowadays I stub my toe and it's like the end of the world. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I've, I've never felt older than I have in this yeah. past week. I'm like, <laughs> and all my, all my friends are like, here, I've got a pair of pliers. I could help you with that. I'm like, mm -mm. no, 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 we're not, we're not going to the pliers yet. Um, so what have I been doing? Well, I've been educating my son on old school gaming. Uh, and I've been forcing him to play old arcade games with me. So... Uh, we played a bit of Double Dragon. Uh, he liked that. He got into that a bit. Uh, Tekken. Uh, I'm not a huge uh, fighter fan, so I'm really just trying to play just to uh, chill and have a good time with him. But we did get through the entirety of Golden Axe, uh, so that was pretty cool to get through that, that. And that's a hard one. It is, but yeah, we cheated a lot. So we had like infinite lives, extra energy, yada, yada, yada. So it was fun. He complained the whole way too. He's like, "This sucks. This is terrible." But he was still enjoying it. You could tell. Yeah. I'm like, "Yeah, son, this is what this is what gaming used to be." Uh, I got my 920 all hooked up to my Xbox, and we were ripping around and playing a bunch of uh, Forza Horizon 4 as well. So that was cool. That's about it. It's been a light week. I've been I've been hitting up the message boards and trying to figure out uh, what are some of the must-play games. I know we discussed this last week, mm -hmm. and I got a bit of a list going now, but. Um, yeah, I got to get in and just start playing. Someone suggests like, oh, you got to look at like the PC Gamer Top 100. And so I said, okay, I'll, I'll do that. So I started like at 100 down. And the first one that caught my eye was uh, Deus Ex. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I lasted about 45 minutes through that tutorial. And I just noped the fuck out. It's just too old. Yeah, the subsequent the, the, games are really good, though. You talking about the first one? The first Deus Ex? Yeah. 
Yeah, it, it's 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 a very very slow game, and it is long as shit. It's yeah. very, very long, very long. I, I, I made it through. I don't know. It had to be maybe twenty, thirty hours, like a, a year or two after it first dropped, and somehow my save got uh, uh, deleted or something like that. And I have, I've, I've been me- meaning to, to to go back. <laughs> it's been how many years now? A couple of decades. <laughs> I've never wow. even attempted the first one. I mean, I, I loved the subsequent. You know, the follow-up games, two and three, were great. Yeah, yeah. yeah maybe I'll jump in on a two or a three. Uh, but I think what I'm going to do next this week is I've got another computer still kicking around here, an old 2600K with a 980 Ti in it. Uh, and I'm going to set up, uh, grab a copy of Saints Row 3 for my son, and uh, we'll do some oh, multiplayer and play through that. Have you played through that? No. It's not appropriate for his age. No, All no. Right. I mean, there's a there's a level where you're 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 going after hookers with a dildo weapon. Oh, and 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 killing okay. as many of them as you can with the dildo weapon. It's it's yeah. It's it's not. It's definitely uh, seventeen. You know, sixteen, seventeen or older. I, I would say. All right. I wouldn't. Uh, right. I wouldn't let my son play it. I know your son's pretty close in age to mine. So. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll ax that idea then. Yeah. Yeah, other than that, uh, I'm gonna, I've been waiting this... Oh, my gosh. Oh, so here's the story of the week for you. Oh, you're going to love this. So you know that I got in on a number of pre-orders for both the PS5 and the uh, Xbox Series X. Yeah, I was looking today to try to pre-order somewhere, and I couldn't really find anything. I guess Amazon's not doing pre-orders. You know, well, yeah, for, for the PlayStation 5, they're, they're, they aren't doing pre-orders anymore. And oh, okay. you, there's no need to go to a, a shop to pick one up, um, but the sales will go live online at a lot of different retailers, and you can pick one up that way. All right. yeah, That's how they're going to do it. Only purchase online for in-store pickup. That's it. Right. Right. Yeah. My son wants one for Christmas, so I just want to make sure that I can get a hold of one. He's getting the digital-only version. Yeah, that's the one I want too. Yeah. Okay. If you can't, let me know because I've got one coming this way, uh, but it's going to be delayed. Because uh, of Amazon bullcrap. I say birthday, I meant Christmas. Um, so, so I've got like a ton of stuff, and I'm waiting for all the charges to hit my credit card. Well, a couple days ago, I noticed the fraudulent charge on my card, oh, and no. I was like, "Oh, nuts!" So I call up the bank, and the bank's like, "Yeah, well, we'll just cancel your card and send you a new one." And I'm like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, whoa! If you do that, all of my pre-orders will get canceled because when they go to charge my card that they already have." It's going to come up no, and there's no way to change the uh, charge method. So now I'm that literally sucks. having to check my bank statements every three to four hours uh, online just to see if there's any additional fraudulent charges because I can't cancel the card yet because I have to wait for all my pre-orders to come through and get oh, charged. Jesus. <laughs> that sucks. I don't know. Um, I was surprised when I was reissued a new card with a new number that the credit card company, and this was Visa, had updated everything that I had on auto billing. They did it for me. I don't know if that's something new that they're doing now, but I went to update with everything I have auto billed to that card, and it it had already updated to the new card number on its own. It was weird. And it's a Chase Chase Visa, so I don't know if that's something Chase Chase is doing or Visa's doing or what. Hmm, well... We'll see what happens when I get when I get through this, and it, it's been cool too. Because I, 
I didn't order a bunch of these to scalp them all. I ordered a bunch because I knew a couple friends wanted some and yada, yada, yada. Uh, I just have one of each that I actually want to try and scalp just for a couple extra bucks. Mm -hmm. uh, and we'll see if it goes through or not. If it doesn't, whatever. I'm not out anything. But yeah, just yeah, a bit of a pain in the butt. I actually had somebody file for unemployment in my, uh, trying to use my information. My, uh, I'm still oh. technically because my retirement, retirement is, hasn't gone through yet. It's not official yet. So I'm still technically an employee of the city that I used to work for. So they caught it. They called me and said, hey, somebody tried to file for unemployment using your information, but they didn't have the right information. So I had to go to the, um, what's the Illinois Department of Insurance website and file a uh, report, a fraud report, saying that, uh, no, this is fraudulent. I am currently technically employed, even though I'm not getting paid. I'm just waiting <laughs> for my retirement to go through. <laughs> no. One more thing. As, uh, now, that I meant, now that I'm thinking about this all at once, I wonder if this is related because if, as if this wasn't enough this week. I got an email from an old uh, financial investment firm I used to deal with. Uh, and, and just for, for the record, this was the absolute worst financial firm I've ever dealt with. They literally lost all of my money. Oh. Just on, on, on bad trades and fees and all this bull crap. Mm. And like I never put all my eggs in one basket. It was, a, it was enough that it was like, wow, that's Jesus. Ouch. But yeah. yeah. So they got hacked uh, and all of our information got leaked. So I wonder mm. if that's actually, uh, I'll have to look that up and see. Yeah, it's, it's not a bad idea to contact the major credit reporting bureaus and let them know that there's possibly been some fraudulent uh, activity involving your identity. Um, they'll put a fraud, fraud, what's called a fraud alert on your um, credit report. And that just, what happens is it doesn't freeze your credit, but it'll, it'll ask them to verify um, like your identity before they open another line of credit. It's just like an extra yeah. step that they have to follow. And that's usually effective for about 90 days. Well, that's yeah. what it is in the what States. I'm doing tomorrow. I don't know what it is in Canada, but in the, that's how it works in the States. I'm sure it's very similar in, in, in Canada. So Yeah, we, it, it, you're right. It is quite similar. And we've got some creditor, creditor, credit monitoring uh, companies that I can deal yeah. with as well that I'll probably hit up. Yeah, I use ID Watchdog down here because when I call, I always get a person. Um, oh, nice. And it's always a person in the States so I can understand what they're saying. Um, it's a small company, but they do a good job. I've been using them for about four or five years now. Excellent. Yeah, I, I hope that it, this is a one-offer. I've, I've had my information stolen before. I had my Amazon account hacked once. Uh, they sent me some nice stuff. Uh, nice cheap stuff, and then they went and racked up a whole a bunch of other uh, charges and sent elsewhere. Uh, so that's why they do the uh, uh, cheap stuff to you first to make it seem like a legitimate purchase. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that ha that kind of happened uh, too to me this week. Uh, work sent me a text and said, "Hey, did you order anything from Amazon? We've got something here for you from Amazon," and it was addressed to Jim instead of James. And I'm like, no, if it's from, if it's on my Amazon account, it should say James, not Jim. So, and it's using my work address, not my home address. So, um, yeah, I checked my credit though, uh, cause I have access to all my, my credit reports and, uh, like live access and there's, there hasn't been any new accounts opened. Um, my credit monitoring hasn't reported any, any breaches or anybody trying to use my name to open new credits. So it, it was interesting. Was it something you wanted to keep? 
No, they wouldn't open it. I said, well, open it up, see what it is. Because it was like the day before my birthday. I go, maybe it's a birthday present. Maybe one of the, uh, one of the, one of the uh, citizens I helped out sent me a birthday present or something. You know, but uh, they're like, no, we're sending it back. We're not opening it. I'm like, okay, whatever. Damn it. <laughs> is it ticking? Shake it real hard. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay. Whitney, what about you? What was on your playlist this week? Not a whole lot. It's been a pretty boring week yet again. Just a little bit of WoW here and there, but mainly just Legends of uh, Runeterra. So that's been kind of it. Legends of Runeterra. That's a card game, right? I think I've watched you play that. Yeah, it's the uh, Riot Games card game for the League of Legends universe, I would say. Yeah. They recently released a, a trailer... Some Rune King, I want to call. I have it wrong, and I'm just trying to recall it off the top of my head. Uh, and that looks pretty exciting. So, I don't know. They have some pretty exciting stuff in store, it seems. Cool. And if our listeners want to check that out, it's twitch.tv forward slash Awinia, A-E-W-Y-N-I-A. I enjoy watching Awinia. Aw, thank you. So, we had talked about... Um, you know, the rumors about the Mass Effect. Oh, we're on to the news. Uh, the uh, Mass Effect trilogy being released, remastered, re-released. Well, it's been confirmed finally by um, EA themselves. Uh, Mass Effect Legendary Edition will include a single-player base content uh, and DLC from Mass Effect, Mass Effect 2, and Mass Effect 3, plus promo weapons, armors, and packs, all remastered and all optimized for 4K Ultra HD. Nice. It will be available in spring 2021 for Xbox One, PlayStation 4, and and PC uh, with forward compatibility and targeted enhancements on Xbox Series X and PlayStation 5. More information will follow this year. So I'm excited about that. Oh, yeah, probably. They've been working on it for a while, though, so maybe not. They might want to try to get it out by... Yeah, I'm so I here for I started to play yeah. um, Mass Effect, you know, a year and a half ago, and it still seemed like it held up pretty well. It didn't seem like it needed much of a remaster. It, it's starting to show its age. If you're playing at 1440p, yeah. it's it's kind of, especially that MIDI-style music from the first game. Uh, yeah, that's the right. Music, okay. The music track. Um, yeah, it needs a little bit of a facelift. Yeah, because the, the first one is, what, 13 years old? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I remember playing that on a Pentium 4. A dual core. No, it was a single core Pentium 4 with hyper-threading. That was the game that sold me an Xbox 360. Nice. Yeah, I love that series. It's one of my favorites by far. So that just gives me an excuse to go back and play through it again. I'll definitely pick it up. Me too. So now the next edition of Battlefield uh, will be coming holiday 2021 so not this year next year uh dice is creating our next battlefield game with never before seen scale the technical advancements of new consoles are allowing the team to deliver on a true next-gen vision for the franchise we have hands-on play testing underway internally and the team's been getting very positive feedback on the game as we've begun to engage in our community so it sounds like they're making it even bigger bigger maps more vehicles so that's cool. Is it but, 100 player yet? Um, 
no word on that for this this next iteration of the game, but I can see him I can see him getting there. Mm. 100, 200. You know, talk about install size. Uh, with all these, the higher resolution we get, the the bigger the install size. Isn't the uh, Call of Duty one that's coming out this week going to be up to a quarter terabyte? Yeah, oh, we're we're going to get to that. That's in here. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Terminator Resistance uh, was kind of a sleeper hit. I picked it up on a sale. I haven't played it yet, um, but I'm really looking forward to playing it because I've seen some uh, gameplay video from, I think it was Jim Sterling that was playing it. And um, they recently um, added some content. It's free content, and it's now available on Steam for Terminator Resistance. Um Basically, you can become a Terminator, take on the role of the iconic T-800 series infiltrator, and utilize a wide variety of weapons as you breach the defenses of the Resistance forces. Uh, build up your data banks with intel, pursue and destroy, root out and eliminate the TechCom field commanders. I don't know what that is because I haven't played the game yet, and uh, stuff like that. So that's cool. Free content for a game that's already out there. Man, that thing was that thing reviewed well. Holy crap. It did, yeah. I've watched um, some gameplay video. It looks fun. That's why I picked it up. I just didn't want to get into it because I'm waiting for Valhalla. So, BlizzCon this year is announced it'll be online only. No, no surprise with COVID numbers being as high as they are. Um, BlizzCon 2020, uh, according to President J. Allen Breck, um, will be free. Uh, February 19th, wait, this year's postponed convention gets underway, yeah, February 19th, 2021. That threw me off because it's usually in November. Mm. But it'll be free for everybody, so you don't have to buy a digital pass. So that's cool. Does anyone else not care? I care. I mean, it's free, so Blizzard is a big company with some pretty big titles and some pretty big hits from the past, so I'm always interested to see what they're going to do next. Or you can look at it the other way. It's a train wreck, and you want <laughs> you want yeah. to see what's going to happen next. So there's yeah. a couple different reasons to watch. <laughs> Whitney, what else were you going to say? No, I agree with him. That's pretty much the main reason why I've watched at least in like the past few years. But um, I, with the way things have been going, like it'll be pretty interesting to see how this blizzcon goes and what they have in store going ahead so yeah i I don't know i'm just sort of sad it's it's it was a long uh no it wasn't long it was a very short fall but a very steep fall like those guys were way up there and then just boom like just like yeah we've decided we have no more fucks to give and it really did it it started with the you all have phones don't you yep I think it started before that. It, it yeah. went from being a company run by a group of friends to a company that was bought by a conglomerate with a CEO. And um, as that, that tight group of friends that started the company, they started to leave and move on to other projects. Um, Blizzard became more corporate. Mm-hmm. You know, I was going to say, I thought thing. it started with red shirt guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. We'll see. I'll be... I, I will always be hopeful of a better Diablo announcement, whether that be a remastered uh, due date, uh, release date, or or whatnot. 
but I don't think they have anything in the pipes that, that is any kind of interest to me right now besides the uh, remaster. I would like another Diablo game, a fully fleshed out Diablo game. I would love that. I won't buy the collector's edition for it again. Never again. After buying yeah. like the Cataclysm collector's edition and then the Diablo 3 collector's edition, just no. I mean, I my son and I had a blast couch co-oping that game. That was some. That was a fun time. We did it on the PlayStation 4 and uh, played the game all the way through. I think over a period of three days, it was a long weekend, and um, it was a great time. So I would love, I would love another one. You know, looking back, the gameplay was good. They fixed all the loot. They fixed all the combat. But still, in the end, that story sucks balls. Like it's such <laughs> a crap story. Well, it's they're just borrowing from mythology, basically. I mean, but they were so scattered all over the place. Kabbalah. Just, I mean, all the characters are based on um, characters from the the Jewish Kabbalah. Yeah. I would still have to disagree, though, because the story used to be really, really good, and mm -hmm. this has been following a trend in which, like, even World of Warcraft and their storytelling and lore has really gone down the toilet. And they've just, they've kind of in a sense lost all their story writers and kind of just stopped caring and just banked on the title. They knew that yeah. Diablo 3 was going to be a huge success when it came out because of all the hype. Like it was like 10 years, uh, something like that. And, uh, and yeah, it looked great. Don't get me wrong. It did. It was buggy, but it was like when I played, I, I was hyped for the story because it was always so dark and gritty. I loved it. Yeah. The first act was great because I thought that was part of the story. But then all of a sudden it was just, no, we're just going to park everything we just told you and, and just move on to something completely different now. I don't know. I enjoy, I'm with Whitney. I, I enjoyed the story. Even though it, it borrowed from some of, some of the same old tropes, but I, I still enjoyed it. I thought the characters oh, I don't. Were... I don't mind the boring of the tropes. Like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, the first act was all about King Lior, correct? Are you talking about one or two? Oh, I'm talking about Diablo three. Three. Okay, you're talking about three. Yeah. It's and that so King Lear. Right? Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty good. But then at the end, you're all like, oh yeah, and all that story, forget it, because now we're going to talk about this guy over here. And I was like, oh, well, that was kind of weird and disjointed, but okay. And then it was just all over the place after that. I don't remember. It's been so long. So Gabe Newell's doing this interesting charity um, that involves launching a gnome into space. Um, it's for a children's hospital. I will put links in the show notes. Uh, it's What they're doing is, um, here, I'll just read it. Valve announces an unusual charity initiative that will involve launching a garden gnome into space this month to benefit New Zealand Children's Hospital called Pediatric Intensive Care Unit at Starship. So basically... If you if you go to the website and you watch the launch, and uh, within 24 hours, either live or within 24 hours, for every person that watches the launch, um, Gabe Newell is going to donate a dollar to this children's hospital. So so good on Gabe for um, his philanthropy. I think that's philanthropy. Yeah, yeah. philanthropy and altruism. Um, so check that out for sure. And like I said, I will put a uh, a link to the live stream in the show notes. And that's on the 15th they're launching that? That is on... Um, I don't know. I'm looking for I it. 
me here. And you know why it's a gnome, right? I'm, I'm guessing at this. No, I don't know why it's a gnome. Because isn't that a an achievement in Half-Life? Oh, yes. You get the gravity gun and you yes. carry the gnome all the way to the spaceship? Yeah, that's it. It's mentioned here in the article, too. Chomsky? Yeah. Oh, that's so awesome. This is pretty funny. Yeah, it is on November, November 16th. 15th, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On November 16th, NZT or the 15th, UTC. UTC, UTC right. So be careful. Because you're on the uh, other international date live. So I, I mentioned earlier that I'm getting Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Um, the Assassin's Creed Valhalla file size will not be huge. Um, a day one update adds codecs and smooths out performance. So expect a day one patch. Uh, but we're looking at 45 gigabytes for install. So I don't know what that means, if that's a good thing or a bad thing. That's about average for today's today's games 45 to 60 yeah whereas call of duty is what 250 now call of duty is 250 (laughs) um ea new star wars game in the works from ea motive um this from wccf tech ea motive is working on a yet unannounced game with the star wars universe uh according to recent job listing if recent job listings are to be believed so we could be getting another Star Wars game here pretty soon. Hopefully it's a little better than Squadron. Squadron's story for me felt a little flat. I felt like they could have do, done so much more with that game. So much more potential there, but it was really, really generic, and now I know why it was only $39. Um, but I still can't wait to play it in VR. That's, that'll still be a good time. How do why? You what are you waiting on? I'm oh, sorry. Go ahead, Whitney. I was just asking, how do you feel about it being 5v5? Because that's like what in it is, In the multiplayer? Right? Yeah. I haven't even touched the multiplayer. I only played through the campaign. Interesting. Yeah, I just um, wanted to play the campaign. What what VR are you waiting on? Um, well, I, I want to get the Steam VR, but it's $1,000. So it's kind of a big investment. My buddy got has got his. I believe it's showing up this week. Because Half-Life Alex uh, um, intrigues me too, so... Oh, yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to wait until I have the extra cash because I'm on a fixed income. I'm retired. True that. <laughs> AMD is reportedly working on an alternative to NVIDIA's DLSS cross-platform. Uh, this is a cross-platform alternative to DLSS. Um, AMD is currently testing a new super sampling feature that is designed to increase performance during ray tracing. According to The Verge, this feature is an alternative to NVIDIA's DLSS feature and will be open and cross-platform. So uh, it may come to PlayStation and Xbox. I think they're already using something like that and for, will not, for their upscaling. It will not be out in time for the Radeon RX 6000's cards, however. Yeah, yeah. They, they said um, some months, well, some weeks back when they first announced that they had something in the works, but it wouldn't be ready by launch. And this is according to Francisco DiMeo from WCCF Tech. Yeah, I, I, I just, my, my, my gut says that it's going to work on everything versus where, where NVIDIA stuff is. It has to have these hooks in the game and it's like a per title thing. It's typical proprietary bullshit. It's a black box DLLL. Right, right. DLL. Um, you know, speaking of Activision, Black Ops Cold War PC trailer and specs released. Uh, it's going to require 250 gigabytes of space 
to play at ultra settings and ray tracing. So I guess if you have uh, the previous, if you have Modern Warfare installed and Black Ops Cold War installed, you're going to need a, a at least a 500 gigabyte hard drive or probably larger because you never get the full 500 gigabytes. It usually ends up being like 480 or something that are actually available depending on who you buy it from. Um, so you'd probably be safer with a terabyte, but still two games take up half of a terabyte hard drive space. That's crazy. It's the wrong answer. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to do now, they have made it so that you can uninstall parts of the game. Kami was posting about it in the general chat on Discord, how to do it the right way. Because uh, I guess if you don't do it the right way, it could screw up your install. So check out our uh, Discord for instructions on how to do it the right way. Akami was posting it in the Call of Duty chat. That's going to be, that's not going to be on Steam, is it? This one, uh, you know what? The last one wasn't on Steam either. It was through the Activision launcher or Battle.net launcher. Oh, yeah. That yeah. explains everything. Because what I was going to say is if it was on Steam, that they could easily do it the same way that Halo does. It's like you get the master title. And then all of the other, all the other games like three and four were their own DLC. So you had to, all you had to do is go in there and check the box and it'll download the part that you want. It was pretty cool. You know the minimum requirements for the game are not terrible. Uh, Windows seven or ten, uh, Intel Core i three forty three forty or AMD FX sixty three hundred, eight gigabytes of RAM, um, GTX six seventy or a GTX sixteen fifty. Radeon 7950. Those are the minimum. Looks like they're recommended as an i5 2500K or AMD Ryzen 5 1600X processor. So obviously this thing is not a, um, this engine is either very efficient or not resource intensive. Um, GTX 970, uh, GTX 1660 Super. So I mean, pretty low specifications. Oh, they, they even list competitive and ultra specifications now. Remember back in the day when it was minimum or recommended? Now there's like five different categories here. Speaking of Activision Blizzard, they reported $1.95 billion in revenue for quarter three, 2020. And they need to hire 2,000 people. Didn't they just lay off And why do they people? need to hire 2,000? Exactly. Why? Why? So when they laid off, so just a reminder, when they laid off 800 people, they had just had like, a record-setting year, yeah. like a really good year, and then they laid off um, all those people, and now, what is it, a year, well, over a year now, well, whatever, uh, like, yeah, they have to hire all these new people, so what it is is pretty much uh, Call of Duty, Black Ops, and Modern Warfare, or Warzone uh, as well, like in the Tony Hawk franchise, a lot of it is microtransactions have just shot through the roof for them uh and now they need 2,000 more people to hire demand or to meet the demand and i'm guessing they like... go ahead go ahead i was gonna say they don't have the name they used to have as yeah. as a good company to work for no yeah. well all, all these people are going to be entry-level positions too so it's just mm, i don't know what it sounds like to me is that they're cooking the books for their earnings <laughs> there it is that just fits right on the nose yeah yeah 
So how much did how much do you want us to say we made? (laughs) Right. Exactly. Well, they want they want the investors to see that they made money, and they want the government to see that they lost money. I just think that's funny. Uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order is joining Xbox Game Pass, sort of. What's this all about? So, uh, Jedi Fallen Order, EA. EA added to Game Pass. Game Pass goes live uh, with EA on the 10th with the release. Uh, But it is also becoming part of Xbox Ultimate Game Pass for PC, which will be live on PC on December the 10th. So, if you want to play it, which I do. I am very happy to be waiting until December 10th. And then I'm, this is one game that I'm going to go through and, and play. So I've got it uh, earmarked to put some time into this. But yeah, I'm, I'm stoked. Yeah, I still got to finish um, it. I did. I finished it. It was good. I, I did it on the easiest possible level, but it was good. I and that's it. all you need. It's all about the story. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this, the scenery, the sets were good too. I enjoyed the sets and the scenery. Uh, let's see what's next. Godfall is a six-month exclusive to PS5. So it's a PS5 console exclusive for six months. Yeah. Uh, I guess it's not terrible. It's not something that I was looking to buy day one anyway. So. No, I just find it really interesting that a, a lot of what used to be quote-unquote exclusives are just losing that title and just branching out. It, mm, I know like there's certain titles in which... like. They won't cross, but and this isn't like a a long time nostalgic game, but it just uh, kind of felt worth pointing out. A lot of people are pretty hyped for this, and some people are a little upset. What kind of game is it? Because I don't, I don't really know much about it. I'm, I'm liking what I'm seeing. It looks cool. Is this a RPG or is this a this is an action art RPG? I guess, huh? Yes. Okay. So there's a lot of fighting. Yeah, it, it a lot re- of reminds me of Darksiders a little bit with the yeah, act, with the action or um, Devil May Cry, you know that kind of game. Yeah, I was interested in picking it up, but um, I'm gonna see see how it shakes out uh, as far as like uh, Steam is concerned. Because right now, I think it's an Epic exclusive. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, it's only six months there too, and I ain't buying it over there. Fuck that. <laughs> It's going to be on, wait, the PS5 and the Epic Store? Yeah, I think it already is listed on the Epic Store. Oh, wow. Because mm-hmm, uh, uh, the, 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 the uh, CEO of the studio released a video hyping up how awesome it's going to look on, on the new uh, Radeon cards. It does look pretty. Yeah, in fact, um, it's weird because I got a code for a free copy of of that game when I bought my 5800, but I never, I never used the code, and I, I was assuming it was a, a PC code. Um, it, you still had the receipt. Uh, well, I would have the digital receipt from from Amazon, the email um, from them. Crap, you won't be able to, you won't be able to get it now. Well, yeah, that's fine. I mean, I, I returned the card, so I mean, I wouldn't expect to get the the extra. But you know what? I have a 5700. <laughs> i'll check my email i'll check my emails and see what i got yeah because what happens is is uh because i got far cry 6 for buying the uh the, the new ryzen mm-hmm. and um i went to redeem it and i forgot that i i needed it i needed the, the verification tool has to be run on the machine in which the part is installed before it would uh before it will 
take you through the site to the part where you can actually get the key for the real game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I had to do that with my seven. I got uh, Devil May Cry and um, a couple other games when I bought my seven. Right, right, right. Well, that's it for the news, unless you guys have anything else. All right. Obligatory. Moving on to the what are we streaming section. Uh, Jim is streaming Heartland with his wife. Uh, Heartland is a, a Canadian uh, television show. I, in fact, I found out it's Canada's longest running television show on CBC, I think it's called. Um, so I've been kind of like stressed out and depressed lately, and I just wanted to watch something lighthearted, family-oriented, um, and I, the wife was watching, rewatching the Heartland series. She's a huge fan of the series, so I had kind of been peeking in on it, and I, I was looking at it because I like horses and and uh, horseback riding and stuff, and um, uh, horse, uh, what they call it, horse gentling or horse whispering. Um, big, I'm a big fan of that. I, I've actually read the um, the book, The Horse Whisperer by Monty Roberts, which he's the guy that invented that technique, I believe, or made it popular. And um, so I started watching that with with my wife, and I'm, I've been enjoying that show. Um, and that turned into a discussion of where do they film this? You know, it, are, do they really film it near Calgary? And yeah, they do. There's no town called Hudson. It's actually called High River, is where um, the area where, where they do most of the filming. And there's actually a um, a tour you can take of the different filming locations. So the wife and I are looking to buy a travel trailer next summer and head out west. So we might actually head a little north into Canada before we uh, dip back down into uh, Montana to check out, uh, you know, future possible living places where we're going to live. Um, now, that's not that's not close to Vancouver. I think it's that's still pretty far from like the Vancouver area, Calgary. I wouldn't think it's driving distance, but because it's like an hour flight from Calgary to Vancouver, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a uh, six hours, seven hours away from us. Yeah, it's a big, big, uh, big trip. But when I'm living in Montana, I'll be within driving distance of you. There's a ton of awesome places to go and see. I mean, obviously, you're you're going through the Rockies, right? Well, I guess you're coming the other way, aren't you? Yeah, I'm coming from Chicago. So I'm going to go up into North Dakota and then head up into Canada through North Dakota and yeah. then come back down to uh, into Montana from Calgary. Right. And we take our but I mean, I guess trip. no matter how you say it, there's always someplace nice to go to visit and to see what's, what's, what's there, right? What's available. Yeah, we're... We're basically taking three weeks out of the summer and just traveling west so we can see, uh, you know, Mount Rushmore, Calgary, um, Montana, Wyoming, the Grand Canyon. We're going to try to hit everything, just do a big loop. Nice. So spend a couple days, you know, everywhere we stop. That's the hope anyway. So we'll see what happens. Other than that, I've been watching the um, the Mandalorian. First two episodes are out, uh, and I'm glad they seem to have made them a little longer. And uh, they are they're good. They're really good. I enjoyed the first two episodes. Did you? Yeah, I, th- I thought the are you sure? the episode number two was was hilarious with the the little guy. <laughs> 
he was eating something, but uh, I'm not, I don't want to spoil it for people, but uh, yeah. I enjoyed both episodes, yeah. I thought the first one was good. I thought the second one was just lame filler. No character development, no plot advancement, just here, go do this, be here, do that, and then what? Like, even the interaction with uh, the opposition at the end, I was like, what? I was ex- like, I'm like, okay, oh, they, they built up. They're going to do something. They're going to have a hook in here. And then nothing. Well, I think they were just trying to show that the Republic troopers handle things differently than the Imperial troopers do. You know, there's, okay. they, they, they have discretion as opposed to like a, a stormtrooper. That's how I took it. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I don't guess. Sure. Um, my, my problem is, is I was waiting for something. I was, the whole episode is what, well, right. well, it was it was a side quest. Let's let's. Yeah, that's it was exactly a side quest. It. Yeah, it was yeah. a it was a side quest. It was an escort quest, right? And take I, take this person I, here. Yeah, I have to say I appreciated or I liked the jailbreak side quest from season one more so than this one. Oh, see, I hated that one because I didn't like that uh, Twi'lek chick. Yeah, she was just so yeah. creepy. Yeah, and nasty. Actually, they all were. That whole, like, gang of characters were just so shady. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to the next one. I'm waiting. And now uh, the, the, the son has to wait. He's like, what do you mean I have to wait? Why can't I just watch whatever I want when I want? I'm like, because this is, this is old school, son. <laughs> yeah. So when do they release them? Still on Fridays or? Yeah, every yeah. Friday, no um, interruption this time around. Cool, cool. Yeah, um, the family and I have been watching them usually on on the weekends, so that works out. Releasing it on Friday. Yeah, it's. I hate that I have to wait a week, but at least I get Discovery on Thursday and then um, uh, Mando on Friday. Yeah, thanks for a nice weekend. Yeah, for sure. That was it for me, Carolyn. What about you? Uh, for me, it's just been Star Trek Discovery and Mandalorian. That's that's pretty much it. And a bunch of YouTube, no, that's that's all the note. Cool, Whitney. I'm going to ask you, and then while you're going, and then uh, Logan goes, I'm going to go grab uh, a cup of water. So I'll be right back. Sorry, oh. my mouth is extremely oh, dry. Oh, you're fine. I'll try and uh, fill up a little bit of the space. Uh, no, <laughs> I've just been watching The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings and like every feel good thing that I can because. Just uh, the last week's been stressful. I I just think it needs to be said in some areas. Uh, I've just been stressed out. With uh, a lot of and you know that on. that's all coming out in 4K next month too, right? Really? Yep, December first, I think. Um, oh, there is a well, collector I'm... set. Go ahead. Oh well, I'm not spending any more money on Lord <laughs> of the Rings. Like I I used to have the DVDs, and then like I went and I bought a digital. And I was like, you know what, maybe some of these I want the extended edition. And I have enough <laughs> copies already. Yeah. I, uh, I wanted to get the, the, this gift set uh, to send my brother. Uh, it was a nice little box set of um, uh, the chain necklace with the, uh, the one ring on it. Uh, but unfortunately, it's not available in Canada. It's only in the States. So oh, I missed no. out. But at least I can get the 4K version. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that, uh, to seeing that in 4K, to see what it looks like. I'm hoping I, I'm hoping for the best because obviously it's a great series, right? So yeah, no, I, it, 
See, I would want it in 4K. I'm not going to lie, but... Uh, I have enough copies. It's just like The Princess Bride. I, I have enough copies of certain movies, like Shaun of the Dead. It just I have enough. Yeah. yeah. But I'm I would want to watch it. Oh, that's tough. Uh, yeah, and as as we said, was that a bit, was that all you've been streaming? Uh, pretty much. Just that's been sort of the big thing. And now, like, the Hobbit kind of makes me grumpy, so I've just been happy to kind of move on to why Lord did, of the Rings. Hmm? Why does it make you grumpy? Oh, they just they kind of butchered the story and they added yeah. way too many things. It just oh, so many things about they it. They cut out the singing. <laughs> <laughs> I like the singing. Mm. I, I would have done with the singing and not the love, like triangle storyline going on. Like I love Legolas. Don't get me wrong; that is that is my my dude. But he didn't need to be in that movie. <laughs> yeah, I can appreciate that. Isengard. Um, what have I been doing? I've been doing more of the uh, DCAU, uh, getting into the good stuff. I always feel sad that they don't do some real hardcore good story stuff. Uh, Superman Red Sun, great story, uh, but there's still just a little bit too light on it, uh, which is funny that I say that because next up is going to be uh, Justice League um, Dark Apocalypse War, uh, and that is dark as shit. So doing that, and then of course The Mandalorian. Nothing much other than that, though. Uh, the wife and I, we did one episode of, while well, I'm blanking on the name, uh, oh my gosh, uh, what was the big thing with just ended two years ago with the terrible ending everyone was watching? Game of Thrones. Uh, thank you, Game of Thrones. We did the first episode of Game of Thrones, and we haven't had time to sit down and do any more yet. So we were just chatting about that this week, and we've got to carve some time out for that. Well, you know what I found out? There's a Vikings season six part B coming out that they're going to call season seven. I had I thought that no. Was already out. No, it's not. It's not out. Bjorn's not dead. They show him in the trailer. Um, they oh, they no. did a well. It's a teaser trailer, and they show Bjorn riding up to a, a huge uh, army with uh, on horseback. Um, so no, there there is going to be another season of Vikings, a uh, final but, season. I was gonna say this must be the final because I heard something about wrapping it up. It's gonna like, be ten episodes, and it'll wrap it up. Oh, good. Because yeah. people weren't happy with, like... The way it ended. I think before... Yeah, because I think before, yeah, it ended... Okay, that's good. Yeah, before it ended with, with Bjorn lying on the beach, presumably dead, and uh, all you saw were the Rus Vikings uh, charging the, the town that they were defending, the Norwegian capital. So, um, looking forward to that. I, that was a, a huge surprise when that popped up on my... Newsfeed. You know, sometimes it is good when Facebook knows everything about you because you'll actually get the news that you're interested in. That's true. Um, I didn't catch it. How are y'all liking The Mandalorian so far? I'm not, I haven't watched it. I don't, I'm not sub to uh, Disney Plus right now. Love it. Love it? Fitty, fitty. Yeah. Love the first one. Second one was eh. Yeah, it, it, it was the opposite for me. Uh, the, the first one seemed a little slow. Because I was like, what, 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 what are they doing? And then this one, the, the, the second episode was a little bit better. It, it started, I, I love the space chase. Well, not the space chase. Well, it was a space chase. Yeah, it was a little bit of yeah, a space yeah. chase, yeah. Yeah, I, 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 I like how he just, he, he just was like, time to go. <laughs> so, 
maybe I was missed this, but what is he doing? Why is he searching for another Mandalorian when I thought he was quested with figuring out what to do with Baby Yoda? Yeah, but he's trying to plot a path to get Baby Yoda back to his people through the culverts, the system of culverts, so he can go from okay. safe place to safe place. Okay. But he, he has to hook up with his people. Yeah, and, and they were all scattered because of that invasion toward the last season, right? Yeah. 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 So, uh, Curlin posed the question to us this week. Um, what tech channels do we watch on YouTube? I personally um, have... I don't watch much YouTube anymore. I used to be really heavy into all the tech channels. Um, but I think a lot of the tech channels, the big ones, got too big. And I... and the hosts of those channels egos got bigger and I didn't like the way they were talking to their their viewers they seemed to start go from you know it, it was like they were talking down to their viewers if their viewers were post a question and I it just kind of turned me off of a lot of them um so I don't watch any of the big tech guys anymore so what I do is I'll just do a YouTube search for whatever product I want to see and I'll try a smaller channel um, because I think the smaller channels, um, one, they need the viewership and, you know, as a small, extremely small, a micro channel even, <laughs> um, I, I, I would appreciate it if other people did that too. So I, I've been doing the, 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 the um, YouTube search and then picking smaller channels and watching what they have to offer personally. What about you, Curlin? Uh, um, well, you, you know, I follow a lot of tech stuff on um, on YouTube and a couple of um, um, oddities too, like um, like uh, towards the, the end of my list, you have Ender for Life. Um, lately, I've been on this Star Trek kick of people that like re review different episodes or like the, the 10 things you didn't know about such and such within the Star Trek, you know, uh, uh, lore or whatever. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I found myself like uh, listening to like eight hours of engine hum in the background. <laughs> 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 and, and, you know, I, some people like put on like the raindrops when you sleep and shit. Yeah, white noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, I use it as white noise, and yeah. it's it's so cool because I'm like down here benchmarking, and it's like I'm in the engine room. It's, it's kind of. <laughs> And uh, the, the other, the other kind of odd man out that's not a tech channel is plainly difficult. Uh, remember when I when I mentioned I was on the the uh, that uh, nuclear disaster kick? Yeah, yeah. Like I was I was watching all of his stuff because he's got not just nuclear disasters but environmental disasters too. It's pretty cool. I'll have to check it out. Yeah, yeah. But um, as far as tech channels, um, it's pretty much just. Uh, Moore's Law is dead. Not an Apple fan. Uh, Gamers Nexus. Actually, hardcore overclocking. Uh, Billzoid has some some good info on on hardware and stuff. Hardware unboxed. Uh, this new guy called Daniel Owen. He's pretty cool. Um, I think I've heard of him. Yeah. 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 He literally just started a couple of weeks ago, and he's already Big. probably running up on two thousand subs. Damn. Like I was like, yo. Like I need the formula, yeah, right. but it, his production is good though. Yeah, he's really good. Um, Digital Foundry and the Techonomics podcast, which is the Techonomics is uh, not an Apple fan, and the 
the the good old gamer, I think that's his name. It, they started yeah. a podcast together. I like not an Apple fan. Yeah, that dude is hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really gets charged up when it comes to uh, right, AMD. Right. He's hardcore, hardcore Radeon fan. Uh, Logan, what about you? Uh, Gamers Nexus. Um, I just say that because I think that those guys go deep. Um, they are not your 10 minute, uh, YouTube channel. They are your three quarter or an hour long of multiple levels of technical, uh, information dissemination. Uh, really good in my opinion. Uh, I also listen to a couple of the Canadians or watch a couple of the Canadians. So Linus tech tips and his channels, uh, I found that they are less and less and less, uh, what they used to be for sure. Uh, but I still find them differently entertaining from time to time, so I still watch them. And uh, just to be clear, I absolutely, seriously, I hate that when they discuss prices or availability, they're always talking to their friggin' U.S. customers uh, or, or viewers, audience. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, come on. You are a Canadian company, born and bred in Canada. I get it. But don't get me wrong. I get it. And I get why. And yes, you have to. I like, but fuck that. I like his story. Um, you know, his story about how he got to, to where he is now. And when I do watch him, my wife says she likes his voice. <laughs> oh, he's good. He is yeah, good. About, uh, Linus? Yeah, good Linus. Yeah. yeah. So she thinks um, he's hilarious. Yeah. He, yeah, he always was kind of like this, kind of yeah. like he's yeah. like yeah. Opie or something. He's very, he's very up. He's Opie. And he's always drop. <laughs> he's always dropping shit, which makes me cringe. Right. That's oh yeah, but it's it's a meme unto itself because he doesn't even try. He yeah. just does. Uh, what else? Uh, Hardware Canucks is another good one uh, that I watch from time to time. Um, and then on the back burner, meaning they don't show up in my recommended. So like once a month, I'll go and search, uh, have a look, and see what they've released over the past month. So that's uh, Kyle Bitwit, Paul's Hard Paul's Hardware. Um, both of those guys I feel are pretty good. Uh, the one that I feel that, and I, I, I am a bit embarrassed to say this because I don't like talking bad about people, uh, but is the epitome of what Jim led with was Jay-Z Two Cents. Yeah, that's who I was thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> that's why I stopped I, watching him. So mm -hmm. I'm sorry to say, but if all three of us were thinking the same thing yeah. based on that little small description, that's an issue. Ego. And yeah, I don't necessarily fault him as a bad person no i think he all. is a victim of uh his environment and that of being on an online personality and being on youtube uh that he's got so much hate and one they all do uh and he's just i think reacted poorly to it and that's i don't think that's on him i think that it's i think it's just he's a victim in this case and he'll never know he'll never claw his way out of it yeah, right because he'll never see himself as a victim yeah, for me, uh, I, when I would listen, I'm, I'm like, that's wrong. And then he'll say a few more sentences and I'll be like, that's wrong. And I'm like, this, this dude don't know what the fuck he's talking about. So, I'm, yeah, I'm cool on him. <laughs> and it's like, like, how did you make it this big? And people actually take you seriously. And you're like, it, uh, that is annoying to me. That's annoying. Yeah, it was the yeah. talking down that got to me. He was talking down. He, he comes across as talking down to his viewers. And... um just very narcissistic, big ego. I mean, I'm sure he's a great guy personally. And it's like you said, he, 
he got big quickly and he's he's a victim of his own success but um i i, I hope at some point he realizes it yeah um what else oh okay so austin evans uh is a bit of a weird one he's a nice um, guy though I, I i've watched him he seems like a really cool guy yeah uh, he's on there because he'll occasionally look at some really um, not quite fringe hardware stuff, but different use case. However, like he'll be like, I'm going to build the most expensive Xbox One X ever done. And he'll yeah. throw on all these attachments and whatnot, but then he'll do reviews on the attachments that I think are, are pretty cool. Um, he so does, I like that he does. He's not the most knowledgeable. No, I but he's, I think he's good entertainment. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was why I stopped watching him. I was like, when they don't know what they're talking about, I I get annoyed, <laughs> and and it's it's the same way with 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 uh, I don't know what it is about about uh Paul and Kyle, but those two are kind of always annoyed me a little bit too. And then of course they got some facts rolling. I was like, yep, I'm out. <laughs> I used to love yeah. Kyle, and I loved his Lyle bit, but then he started yeah. getting his wife involved in the channel, and it just didn't work for me. It's interesting you say that because it has nothing to do with her. It's all about no. I'm sure she's a, uh, she's a nice lady. The dynamic of it. Yeah, you change the dynamic of the show when you do that. Um, so very specific. Linus has dozens of staff now, and so he'll get a number of, of different people in front of the camera, and it could be the same sentence, but if it comes from one of the people that I just get a bad vibe from, I, I can't watch it, and I'm done. I'm out. Um, and what else? Oh, a couple of good ones. So Simply Austin is a Brit who does a lot of emulation stuff and retro gaming stuff, uh, which I find he's got a lot of good information there. Um, and he's, he's one of these people that puts his, or has on occasion laid bare his life on his channel, which is super interesting stuff. Like a, he's, he's got a huge weird background and it's, it's crazy stuff. Um, anyways. Uh, but I like his voice and I like what he talks about. And the last one finally is called Tronics Fix. Uh, I actually uh, saw this off and on over the last year and finally dug into it. He's a guy that uh, buys a lot of broken electronics and then fixes them on camera. Uh, and it's an excellent way to get in and see how to begin to fix things and what current uh, or, or, or what some of the um, problem or uh, common problems are, uh, such as joystick, um, sorry, Joy-Con drift. Uh, how to fix your PS4, uh, your Xbox, all of these things. Like he buys like tons of them and tries to fix them up. Uh, so I have a lot of good information there. And it, I found it and he does it at a level that even someone like myself, I am not a do-it-yourselfer. I am not a go-fix-it-myself kind of person, uh, which is interesting being in computers. Uh, but he it, somehow has um, uh, relayed a sense of... Um, ability to me that i'm like okay i, I can try i can try to fix it's it. like watching the property brothers man <laughs> they make it look exactly. so easy <laughs> I, I can i can build a house just from scratch i can do that too it's just yeah. a bunch of nails and wood right yeah <laughs> it's like you do the demo and like that was easy now I'll try putting it back together <laughs> yeah exactly oh, oh speaking of repair have you guys ever watched lewis rossman Yes, uh, I, for, I forgot to add him. I love him. I think he's fantastic. That dude don't is don't always hilarious. agree with him, mm -hmm. but right, yeah. right, right. Because when he, he when he goes in, he just he just he's so matter of fact, and it's like, you know what? That whole New York style that should be it'd be killing yeah. me. <laughs> I gotta say though, I love him most of all. Absolutely, he's got my back in a hundred percent for uh, pushing right to repair. Absolutely. 
uh, fuck Apple, fuck any company that tries to either design or otherwise stop people from repairing shit. John Deere. Right, this, oh, abs, exactly, yeah. This shit needs to stop. You're wrecking the planet uh, to make a couple extra bucks, so fuck you guys. Yeah, yeah that's why International Harvester is real big. I live in farm country, and out here the farmers not happy with John Deere, and I've seen far that's more right. International Harvesters out there than I've seen John Deere Harvesters out there. And it's harvest season, so I see them all, all over the place. Well, wait, what did John do? John Deere do now? I must have missed that. Story. They won't let you service your own combine or equipment. You have to take it into a, a, a licensed John Deere service center. And oh, um, what, they're going to sue you or something like. Well, you have to imagine the gear that's in these things. Now they are all GPS operated. Oh yeah, they're highly yeah. sophisticated. They're computer run. Um, basically they can run by themselves now uh using yep. gps uh and the operator just sits there and um you, you know it'll it'll gps map your your fields and it'll lay out the best course for you to take and um because i have friends who farm living in farm country uh, matter of fact there's a farm right behind my house i live next to a farm um and, and they're you know these are big expensive machines you're talking about quarter million half million dollar combines and um a lot of technology in them but they won't let you service them yourself because because of all the technology in them and i yep. guess what'll happen is it could brick it and then you gotta take it in that's the wrong answer yeah yeah so so uh, and, and like to to pull that back like imagine if tesla did something like that yeah, which they they, they, they kind of do already, I, I suppose. But imagine if they went to the extreme of what you're describing with uh, about this farm equipment. Like that would be, yeah, yeah, that would be a no go. Yeah. And I'm sure a you farmer are not allowed to take tires on your own car or right. brick it. I'm sure a, a farmer would be able to go into much more detail than I can. I, this is just what I've heard from my farmer friends. Yeah, that's ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. It is. All right, Whitney, what about you? You watch any uh, streamers on YouTube? Are, are we talking about tech stuff or just streamers? Well, in, in, in your case, I know you're not into to the tech part of it, so I figured we'd oh. just, for you, uh, we'd do like just YouTube streamers in general. Oh, uh, I, there's a few people I watch, but it's more so related to writing and that sort of stuff and Nothing I would say that would be of any particular interest on here, unfortunately. I'm, I'm a pretty boring person overall. But I noticed you've got only when I'm trying to fix something in here, and that, that's actually very, um, that's very important because I think we're at that point now where when you want to learn something or you don't know how to do something, YouTube is the first place you go. You know, yeah. well, for, for that free yeah. information. Like, oh, how do I do this? I bet somebody's made a YouTube video. And sure enough, you'll find some. Yeah, um, well, usually it's the instructions. But, like, the last time I've had to try and do that, I had this um, Netgear wireless uh, Wi-Fi extender. And, like, the instruction, I think it's just broken at this point because try and look up YouTube videos and try a few of those out and I tend to find that a lot of times the smaller ones 
tend to give me the information in the most direct way possible without mm -hmm. the fluff, which I love and appreciate. Just like I need you to take it and just dumb it down and just feed it to me. That's all. Yeah, I relied on that heavily when I was learning how to program because you'd have these professors that were always talking way over my head. And then I'd be like, you know what? I'm going to go look it up on YouTube because somebody will just put it in layman's terms for me. And there was a website. I don't know if it's still around, but it was called The New Boston. And he was able to uh, uh, do, he had a bunch of C++ tutorials because that's what I was learning at the time. And he just put it in, in regular speak in a way I could understand. So I was able to get through the C++ class. So YouTube's been a great resource. Uh one YouTuber I really like is uh, Legal Eagle. I love like his breakdown of like law stuff when you're mm. taking like really intense topics and breaking down. He does a really good job. I I love him. He's, He's got brutal. a good voice too. He does. Legal Eagle. He, he is the epitome of of what those uh, guys on on the the show Suits are trying to to emulate. <laughs> That's true. All right, before we get out of here, anybody got anything else? Uh, yeah, I added a couple more to my list. I don't know if you guys have ever checked out Space Doc or the Templin Institute on YouTube. Uh, nope. Space Doc will, will take like a, a random ship from your favorite space opera and do like a whole technical breakdown of it. Oh, that and, sounds cool. Yeah, cool. This, shit is, this shit is nuts. It's nuts. Start and, a and And uh, the Templin Institute will take like a faction from your favorite space opera and give like a whole background oh wow yeah i'm definitely checking that one out yeah and of course scotty kilmer for my car stuff because that dude is hilarious <laughs> all right well with that uh we don't closely monitor twitter anymore if you want to talk about games or interact with us join our discord links in the show notes you can find the FK Podcast at thefkpodcast.net. There you'll find links to our Twitch stream, YouTube, and Discord. You'll also find links to Curlin's channels and Whitney's uh, Twitch stream. Join our Discord for more PC gaming and hardware discussion. So for me, for Curlin, for Logan, and for Whitney, thanks for being here, and we'll see you next week. See you next Peace. week, Jerry. Thanks for being here. Peace. Bye. And we'll...